Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Soccer Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Uh, as we get ready for a wonderful weekend of Premier League footy, it's back. The terrible international break is over, at least for the next four weeks or so, and then they're going to just do it all again because, oh, God, awful stuff. Anyway, big show today because this is our Friday Premier League Pundits preview and prog picks and prognostication show. You get all those P's for free. I'm going to break down every single match in the Premier League this weekend and give you my picks and some good odds if you want to place a small sports wager or two. Good stuff. This is one of the most popular shows we do every Friday, so I hope you will stay with us. I'd like to also welcome in all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Radio Network. It is wonderful to be with you every Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. Uh, Also, I'd like to welcome in all of our digital listeners, whether that's iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning SiriusXM app. And if you miss any part of the show, don't worry. You can always get the show if you subscribe to our podcast, which I recommend you do because I have lots of extra content that I put out on the podcast as well, which you can find it by going to our podcast network at the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, podcast network, or just searching for World Soccer Radio on iHeart, TuneIn, uh, Spotify, Apple you know, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc., etc., etc. Well, I think you get the idea of it. Uh, by now if you have something to say and you want to sound off i would love to hear from you find me on social media my twitter at nick eber n-i-c-k-g-e-b-e-r uh facebook is facebook.com forward slash world soccer radio that is absolutely the best way to get in touch with me as i mentioned the this dire international break and if you haven't figured it out by now after hopefully listening to me for more than two days I absolutely cannot stand these international qualifying competitions. They are interminable. They go on forever. They interrupt the flow and the rhythm and the excitement. You know, it's like if you're watching, uh, you know, if you watched Game of Thrones or, you know, I'm watching a bunch of series on on the telly too, on streaming. And, you know, you you, you plow through six episodes that are backed up and you're so excited and then, oh, you've got to wait till next week before they drop the seventh one. That's what these international breaks are like. Just awful. Anyway, they're behind us now, so let's kick it all off right here on World Soccer Radio. Sex and drugs and rock and roll Is all my brain and body need Sex and drugs and rock and roll All right, very good indeed. Welcome back, World Soccer Radio. Great to be with you. We've got a big show ahead of us. It is our Friday preview show. Good stuff. Let's make a quick run around the leagues uh, in a minute and look at some of the hot gossip. But look, if you like to place a small 
sports wager or two, and I, I certainly do. The Premier League is the best place to do it. You, you get everything. You get you know money line. You get um, spreads. You can do props as to who's the first goal scorer, etc., etc. But the way I like to do it is go to betonline.ag. They are where the game starts, and actually where I started betting on sports. And I, I don't. I'm not a big sports better. I want to make that clear. I don't put you know tens of thousands of dollars into sports betting. It, it is an entertainment. It, it enhances my sports watching enjoyment particularly when it's teams that you maybe don't have a vested interest in but with betonline.ag i'm happy to tell you they are back and better than ever because all eyes right now are on the gridiron as those teams are back for yet another season betonline as always is your number one spot for all the pro and college gridiron action this season they got a new and updated site and interface that give even more odds props and contests betonline continues to be the number one source for everything gridiron, plus the number one source for everything, whether it's uh, boxing, uh, MMA, golf, tennis, um, politics, and, of course, soccer, all of it, all the European leagues, MLS, USL, the Champions League, the Europa League, the Nations League, World Cup qualifying, World Cup, you get the idea. They've got everything. So look, head over to betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet your favorite sports. Right now, if you sign up today and use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, they will give you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You heard me right, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And I will be giving you money lines and picks here as uh, the show goes on and we do uh, really get into our, our preview. And there are some really interesting um there really are some interesting <laughs> some interesting matchups. I was just thinking, you know, the one I'm actually most looking forward to is Chelsea Brentford because Brentford are proving themselves to be one of these teams that you know, they're newly promoted and they just play like they have nothing to lose, which when you're in a sort of the biggest big money league on the planet and or you know the stakes are essentially like gladiatorial combat every week it is wonderful to see a play a team play with a sort of complete abandon and lack of pressure that Brentford do they are a breath of fresh air much like Leeds were last year last season uh you know much like we've seen other teams who get promoted i mean for a time Watford was sort of similar You just have to enjoy them. I mean, really. But look, uh, running around the league, Ralph Hassenhutl, the manager of Southampton, who are struggling mightily, by the way, has been charged by the FA over his comments after the uh, after Southampton's 3-1 defeat at Chelsea. He was giving smack about Mike Dean, uh, who came back. He is the video assistant referee uh, to uh, give James Ward-Prowse that red card. Uh, you know, Martin Atkinson showed him a yellow to start with. Uh, it was a late tackle on Giorgino, agree. But Dean told Martin Atkinson to check it out, review the challenge, which he did, and then gave him a red. I actually thought the red was a little harsh, uh, just a little harsh. I mean, I can see it from all sides, uh, but I'm just not sure the intent was there. Uh, we're talking about Newcastle, and last week, uh, pardon me, last week, yesterday on the show, I went into depth about my opinions about Newcastle United and the Saudi takeover, and I'm personally a big fan of it. 
but the but Newcastle United are now apparently going to start looking to Germany to fill up with talent. Uh, plus Germans, they're going to start with Timo Werner, who's the uh, German striker at Chelsea, who was really struggling to find minutes there. There's no doubt about that. Um, and then they're going to go for uh, Nicolas Sule, who's at Bayern Munich. He's a younger, and of course. Philippe Coutinho, who I think that would be a great addition to any squad. Plus, there is lots of talk about them making a major raid into Manchester United. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, and I'll get into this a little bit in, in the next segment, but I think teams near, need to fear this because if you are sitting on... Let's use Anthony Martial, or Jesse Lingard. Let's use these two players as a great example. How about Scott McTominay? There's three Man United players that just come to my mind immediately. They're not getting the minutes they would want at Manchester United. I'm not saying they... Well, maybe Anthony Martial. But, but you know, I'm, I'm not saying they're, they're, they're disgusted or discouraged, but, but they're not... The current roster situation at United is not developing their careers the way they want to. And all of a sudden, you get a team coming in with a lot of money that's sort of building a project for the future where there's some stability in desperate need of good quality talent. That, my friends, that is where you are going to raid. And, and, and you, we can move off of United a minute and those three players and talk about Timo Werner because that's exactly right. I mean, Timo Werner was going to be the game changer coming to Chelsea, this incredible German striker, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's just boom. He's just sat on his ass. And, you know, good footballers need time. Good footballers that could be great footballers need time. And good footballers that maybe aren't great footballers but think they could be great footballers, they want time. So that's the profile of player that Newcastle United are going to have an easy time picking. Now, you might say to yourself, why would Chelsea care if Timo Werner is sitting on the bench? Or why would United really give that much of a crap if it's Jesse Lingard and, and Scott McTominay and, uh, and Anthony Martial? Three players who kind of been marginal to them. I'll tell you why they care, because it's a long, long season. You combine European football, which both Manchester United and Chelsea will be, will be uh, or are enjoying, and you have a need for a big roster, a big roster of players that you know can slot into positions and play, that know the system, that know the club, that know what's expected, that don't need to be trained from the ground up. They are not a new signing. That has a huge value to it. And losing those players over the course of what is a long season, can be absolutely critical. That's why the situation at Newcastle is raising the ante come the January window. It's going to raise both the price of every available player out there, and it's going to mean a lot of players that may have just been told to shut up and listen to the gaffer are going to now have something to say about it because they need to be kept happy. Otherwise, the Saudis are going to come a-poaching. Yeah, you Newcastle United need to figure out their managerial situation and this, that, and the other. 
But are you telling me Anthony Martial, Scott McTonamy, Jesse Lingard wouldn't go to Newcastle for the right money? Of course they would. They're not stupid. <clears throat> Hell, I would go to Newcastle for the right money. And I'm just la laughing because my brother-in-law is a Geordie and, you know, we, I rib him all the time about this. Barcelona, we talked about Coutinho being one of the guys. That's a great example. I mean, it just so happens that Barcelona will be happy to get rid of Coutinho. <laughs> um, but apparently Liverpool say they're open to bringing him back. That's being reported by the Express. But, you know, I don't believe that. Coutinho at 29 years old is not really the profile of the type of player that Jurgen Klopp wants to bring back. All right, this is World Soccer Radio. Don't worry, we're going to get into our detailed Premier League preview. It's coming up. We'll start it next uh, um, next uh, segment, and we'll go into the final segment with it. Going to cover all of them, give you some great picks. This is World Soccer Radio. We are presented to you by betonline.ag. I'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back, World Soccer Radio. On the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM, we're presented by betonline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Eber. It is time to get into the Premier League and some interesting news uh, working its way around the back pages in the Premier League. Concerns a couple of stars that uh, were once super bright, shining stars, and now, well, you know, not quite as badly wanted as they might have thought. Robert Lewandowski going to be leaving Bayern Munich and looks like headed for Man City next summer. And you have to think that Manchester City are putting in their Harry Kane alternate plan because all the sounds coming out of Tottenham Hotspur and Harry Kane right now are that he is actually going to be staying at Spurs. Now, whether I believe that or not, eh, I don't know. But that's certainly what the rumors are. So Man City desperately in need of a Harry Kane-ish type of figure. And Robert Lewandowski definitely could be that guy. Certainly at 33 years old, he'd be 34 by the time next season rolls around. He's the guy that could give them an immediate impact while they're looking for a longer, longer-term replacement. Um, Raheem Sterling, speaking of Manchester City, looks like his days at City are numbered. And this, to me, is fascinating. You remember he joined Man City from Liverpool, and, you know, for a, a good while, a good while um, was a sort of staple at Manchester City. But now he's being told by manager Pep Guardiola that he cannot be guaranteed a more prominent role at City and says Raheem Sterling needs to fight for his place. Now, I am, uh, by the way, I, I think Raheem Sterling's a terrific player. I, I really like him. I liked him when he was at Liverpool. If you remember under Brendan Rodgers, I liked him uh, when he, uh, I like him at Man City. I think he's a great player for England. But something has just kind of happened, and Raheem has sort of hit the wall a little bit. And obviously, some of that is how he fits in to the rotation at Manchester City. Some of it clearly is how he relates to his manager, Pep Guardiola. But this is a very interesting set of 
statements coming out of the Manchester City camp. He says, all the players, this is coming from Pep Guardiola, all the players have to be satisfied here. And that is definitely a dig at Raheem Sterling. He's saying, oh, you know, they've got to prove it on the pitch. They've got to be satisfied. They've got to be happy. They've got to be happy in their role. In other words, shut up, play the squad rotation, keep your mouth shut, and be happy you're here. Well, I don't see that happening. Not when you have the likes of Real Madrid <clears throat> looking for bargain basement, top quality talent, <clears throat> and Raheem Sterling, 26 years old. He, no, he's not going to be. He's not going to be a hundred million pound player. At Newcastle United, if Raheem wants to go to Newcastle, he would be exactly the profile of the type of player that they would sign. But, you know, I think it's unlikely to happen until the Steve Bruce replacement is named. By the way, Steve Bruce in charge this weekend for the match against Tottenham. That's a big surprise. Arsenal, Liverpool. These are discussions about where he could go. I think the most likely location for Raheem Sterling is to go to Spain. Barcelona and Madrid are very tight on money. A quality player like Raheem Sterling, at the price that he's going to transfer for, would be right up their alley. Or Newcastle United. By the way, speaking of Newcastle United, Frank Lampard apparently on the shortlist for the job. Um, but, you know, again, I, I, I'm interested to see exactly how it shakes out as we spoke about earlier today and yesterday on the show you know Newcastle United are going to have to get that decide what they do for their Premier League survival is it an interim manager are they going to stick with Steve Bruce are they going to back him a little bit in the transfer market in January what are they going to do to ensure their survival come the end of the season because it is a brutal brutal relegation battle going on right now so those are some really interesting stories going on uh, Raheem Sterling now another name in play in motion and definitely one to watch as we go along all right let's get to it shall we we have a whole slate of Premier League matches uh, this weekend and some interesting matchups I mentioned this earlier you know if I would have told you that for me the most interesting matchup possibly is Brentford Chelsea people would have laughed but that is a fascinating match. Of course, we have Leicester City as well. So let's start, though, with the first match, which is Watford-Liverpool at Vicarage Road. And this is Claudio Ranieri's first game back in charge in the Premier League. Remember, he took over for Watford as their new manager. And um, he's really had any time. He really hasn't had much time to settle in. The good news is... He's going to be getting a Liverpool without Allison, without Fabinho, uh, because of the quarantine rules on their return. What, what Liverpool have done is send the Brazilian players in advance to Spain for later on next week in the Champions League, so they don't have to re-quarantine. Uh, so they won't be there, but you know, quite honestly, I'm, I'm not sure that makes any difference. Liverpool are currently unbeaten on the season. Uh, Watford coming off a loss against Leeds, a draw against Newcastle. They did beat Norwich, but then everyone has. They've only won uh, two matches all season. 
Watford score, uh, conceding 10 goals, scoring only 7 versus, let me give you an example, Liverpool scored 70, have scored 17 goals on the season so far. Uh, it is going to be a fascinating match, only in as much as to see how Watford react to their new manager. Um, they are going to pack it in in the back. They're going to be super difficult to break down for Liverpool. So the question is, how are they, you know, how efficiently are Liverpool going to break down Watford? And by the way, they don't necessarily break down teams that pack it in that efficiently, which is why I'm going for the Liverpool win, but I'm not going for a massive scoreline. I'm going to go for a 1-0 victory here or a 2-1 victory, but I'm going to take Liverpool on the money line, courtesy of betonline.ag is minus 285. Next up, let's go to the King Power, Leicester City against Man United, and to say that it has been a disappointing season so far for Leicester City would be an understatement. They've actually not won since their 2-1 victory away at Carrow Road against Norwich back at the end of August. They have two, two losses against Manchester City, against Brighton. They got draws against Burnley, draws against Crystal Palace. This is a very, very big match for Brendan Rodgers and Leicester City. The good news is Jamie Vardy is back. He's scoring goals, and that is always, always a different and problematic issue with, Man- with uh, Leicester City. If Vardy's not scoring, then, you know, it's a problem. Uh, Leicester, other problems they have, they've got Johnny Evans, Wesley Fofana, they're going to be out, and we, I talked about Jamie Vardy back in form. Uh, Manchester United, well, they will not have Raphael Varane and Harry Maguire. They do have Lindelof and Eric Bailly who can come in. Um, we're going to maybe see Fred, maybe see McTominay paired together in front. Um, I'm not expecting massive stuff from Manchester United. In fact, I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to. I'm thinking a draw here at the King Power. One-one. Manchester United, Leicester City, and right now the draw is playing plus two sixty on the money line at BetOnline.ag. That is my pick. One-one draw. Leicester City, Man United. To go back to Watford, Liverpool. I'm going to actually give it a two-one score line for Liverpool. Okay, Aston Villa, Wolves, and Wolves. Uh, you know, they started off really, really badly this season. It was a terrible start. They lost their first three matches in a row. But they have won three of the last four matches. So they're actually in pretty good form right now. Wins against Newcastle, wins against Southampton. Uh, They did lose uh, against Brentford, but, you know, Brentford being the surprise package. I'm not quite sure what that's telling me about Wolves. It does tell me that Brentford are very good. Uh, They beat Watford, and they did lose against Man United. So, you know, I, I like... I like uh, Wolves a lot in this game, um, and Aston Villa have been also pretty good, although their recent loss to Tottenham 2-1, and then they lost to Chelsea, but they are beating teams they should, so they beat Everton, you know, they beat Man United, and they drew Brentford. This is an interesting match, because really anything can happen at this point. This Villa team's a little bit all over the place. But at Villa Park, I'm going to edge Aston Villa to win this one. I'm going to give this a... Mm, uh, it's tough. Yeah, Villa scoring a lot of goals, by the way. Wolves are not. So I'm going to give this one a 2-1, 2-0 scoreline 
Aston Villa going to beat Wolves 2-0. There you go. That's it. That's my prediction. You like that? You like kind of I do it on the fly. Plus 120. Plus money on both teams right now. Norwich City, Brighton at Carroll Road. I don't really need to go into this in great detail, okay? Brighton are also the surprise package. We talk about Brentford, but Brighton are right there with them. Uh, in fact, two points ahead of them in the table. Uh, Brighton haven't lost uh, since the end of August when they lost 2-0 to Everton. They have draws against Arsenal, draws against Crystal Palace. They beat, uh, they beat Leicester City, and they beat Brentford. Uh, I like Brighton for this away from home. Uh, they're going to get it done. I'm going to say... Mm, I'm going to... Three... Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say 1-0. 1-0 Brighton. And Norwich's woes continue. All right, we've got to go to break. When I come back, let's finish off the weekend's Premier League matches. Give you a nice recap. This is World Soccer Radio presented by betonline.ag. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio. You know, I love these types of weekends, by the way, because uh, we have a Monday Premier League match, and then, you know, Tuesday we have the Champions League. Real Madrid, Shakhtar, Man City, Bruges, PSG hosting Leipzig, Liverpool away to Atletico Madrid at the Estadio Metropolitano. And then Wednesday, more Champions League. Barcelona hosting Dinamo Kiev. Man United hosting Atalanta. Chelsea hosting Malmo. Good stuff. The football comes fast and furious, which after this god-awful international break is uh, fabulous to get back to the big show. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio, Nick Gieber here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Also our digital platforms, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning Sirius XM app. If you miss any part of the show, don't worry, you can catch it on our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. Also Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, etc., etc., etc. I didn't have an opportunity early on to welcome in our men and women in uniform listening on the American Forces Radio Network, and um, welcome. Great to have you with me. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. That's where you can get me. We are presented by betonline.ag. So far, we've covered Watford, Liverpool, Leicester, Man United, Aston Villa, Wolves, and Norwich City, Brighton. Next up, St. Mary's, where Southampton are facing Leeds. And interestingly enough, you know, Southampton are a seriously underperforming side right now. They are winless on the season. They have four losses, three draws. They're not scoring goals. They're conceding. Well, you know, in fairness, actually, they're conceding less than a goal a game. Pardon me. They're not scoring goals. Uh, they're conceding uh, what, a little bit more than a goal a game. They're scoring a little less than a goal a game. It's not 
really good news for Ralph Hassenhudel's side. And he has a very difficult trip to another team that's been underperforming, which is Leeds United. Although Leeds United got a big win over Watford last match, match day six, and that really gave them a lift. I mean, Bielsa's side always plays exciting attacking football. Um, Watford's, surprisingly enough, are in a relegation scrap. So last week, they're doing really well against Chelsea, playing some really good football. James Ward-Prowse gets sent off, and you know, lots of questions about that. If you remember, that was a VAR decision that overturned the yellow, made it a straight red. I thought it was a little harsh. They said it was a dangerous tackle. I, I, I don't know. It was definitely yellow. I mean, that goes without saying. But was it a straight red? I don't think so. Anyway... Um, that was unfortunate because I thought Southampton were very were threatening to get a result at Chelsea. And it kind of sucked that big momentum out of their sails. And now they have a difficult match, albeit at home, against Leeds United, who have momentum on their side. Because also, rumor is Calvin Phillips is back from that calfing injury. So... I don't like Southampton's chances for this match. I think this is going to be another loss for them. I'm going to take Leeds United. I'm going to say three goals to nil. Leeds United, plus 205. Good money there for Leeds. You should take it. Uh, Man City Burnley is the next match. This is at the Etihad. And this is one of these matches where the question isn't what the result's going to be, it's what the scoreline's going to be. Because the past four visits to Etihad, Burnley have lost 5-0 on each of them. That's 20 goals Manchester City have scored against Burnley. Unlikely that Edison had Gabriel Jesus will be playing for Man City because of the international break. It's all up to do the quarantine issue. Um, but, you know, the outcome not in question, right? And Burnley um, uh, have yet to win on the season. This is not the same Manchester City from a uh, absolutely dominating offensive standpoint. I think they're going to win this game. Not 5-0, not 4-0. I'm going to give this a 3-0 scorer, scoreline. Manchester City over Burnley at the Etihad. All right, so... We've done Watford, Leicester, Aston Villa, Villa, Norwich, Leeds, Southampton, and Manchester City. Um, let's get going, shall we? Next up, uh, Brentford, Chelsea. This is going to be a fascinating match. All right, so Chelsea, Brentford. Um, <laughs> you know, the pundits have Chelsea's big favorites at minus 170. Uh, and this is... An away match, of course, it is a London derby. This is the first time these two teams have actually played in the league since 1947. I love, I, I, I truly, I, I love stuff like that, right? I mean, it's really, it's fun. Anyway, this is at the Brentford Community Stadium in Brentford, and Everyone's kind of saying, oh, Chelsea are great, you know, the top of the league, and they are a good team, don't get me wrong. 
Although they have uh, lost one match, that to Manchester City. But, you know, Brentford are getting, for some reason, Brentford are being really underestimated in this match. Brentford have lost one match, and that was at home against Brighton. Other than that, they have been nothing short of spectacular. A big 2-0 victory against Arsenal. A draw against Palace. A draw against Villa. They, they, they won at the Molyneux against Wolverhampton Wanderers. They tied Liverpool 3-3 in an insane match. They were so good. Such value for that point. And then going to the London Stadium and beating West Ham United. I think Brentford are a lot better than the pundits would want you to think. And this is not going to be a 2-0 or 3-0 or 5-0 victory for Chelsea. Either way, Chelsea, not going to have an easy time of it. Yeah, Chelsea don't concede many goals. Agree. But you know, Brentford don't concede that many goals either. I mean, they've conceded the same amount of goals as Liverpool, the same amount as Man United. It's really in the goal scoring aspect that Brentford have struggled but you know 10 they've scored 10 goals in the premiership for which for a promoted team is something else so i'm gonna say this match i'm gonna say brentford get a point here let's say 1-1 what a shocker plus 290 that is my upset of the weekend um did we skip over manchester city burnley we did not i said it was gonna be manchester city okay good all right Everton, West Ham United, this is a a nice one. Um, You know, Everton uh, had uh, a little blip there, kind of-ish, I guess. You know, the 3-0 loss away to Villa Park was certainly a surprise. Um, But other than that, Rafa Benitez has been doing uh, really well. They're in fifth place. They've scored uh, 13 goals. They've conceded eight, which is, you know, a little higher than I think they'd like. But they've had some really, really good results. You know, draw with Man United. A good win against Brighton. You know, serviceable side, no doubt. 2-2 against uh, Leeds United. They were in a bit of a shootout. So, you know, Everton looked really good. West Ham United, I think, actually, at times, have been a bit of a disappointment this season because they are a good club. David Moyes has a good, rock-solid club here uh, with... You know, 14 goals scored. It's defensively they've been a little problematic coming off a 2-1 home loss against Brentford. They did get that big win over Leeds. But then they had a three-match period where they didn't win anything. Lost to United, uh, lost to, uh, drew with Southampton, and, lo- and drew with Crystal Palace. So I actually, for this match, I'm going to go with Everton at Goodison, and I'm going to take... 2-1 for Everton at Goodison Park. There, there you go. Uh, Newcastle, Tottenham. Well, this is going to be really interesting to see. First match of Newcastle in the new Saudi era. And this is the last match on Sunday, by the way. But see, Bruce is certainly going to be at the helm of this match. Um it's tough. I think the players at Newcastle have found new life, and I think they are going to really give it a big performance. Look, they've, they've uh, drawn three, lost two in the last five. They did have their last defeat was 
uh, 2-1 at Molyneux against Wolves. This is a big match. And Tottenham, on the other hand, uh, you know, they, they're just not really that reliable. I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to say 1-1 one, one draw for this one. Newcastle, Tottenham. Newcastle get a few more points. Tottenham get a point and continue the disappointment. Finally, Arsenal, Crystal Palace. Uh, this is another London derby. Patrick Vieira returning to his old club. And Arsenal have been, you know, on the ascendancy. They haven't lost a match since the end of August. It's been three wins and a draw. With wins against Norwich, wins against uh, Burnley, wins against Tottenham, a big derby, and then, of course, a draw against Brighton. And on the other side, Crystal Palace have threatened to play some really good football at times this season. And I don't think their results have really gone their way. 2-2 uh, against Leicester City, the last result. This is at the Emirates. I... I'm going to say Arsenal 2-0 at the Emirates. So Watford, Liverpool, Leicester, Man United, Aston Villa, Wolves, Norwich, Brighton. So for me, the biggest match so far uh, is definitely this Brentford-Chelsea. That's really going to be the one. And again, Chelsea have a Champions League uh, match to play midweek. Are they going to rest players? How's it going to look? Uh, look, if they rest critical players because they're playing Burnley, I think it's going to be a huge mistake for Chelsea because Brentford will be all over them so that's the match to watch that's the late match um, on Saturday the match I would the highlight match for me on Sunday I think is Newcastle Tottenham Everton West Ham actually both matches are really really interesting to watch Um, I'm predicting as I said a draw for Newcastle uh, Tottenham Uh, and then Monday, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be a great match, but Arsenal Palace, it just it doesn't kind of, doesn't uh, burble up the senses, does it? All right, um, I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time, then again, midnight Pacific. That is uh, 3 a.m. on the East Coast if you're listening on Sports Overnight America. Uh, find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com, forward slash World Soccer Radio. Try to bring you the best of the beautiful game here Monday through Friday. It's best when you participate. Love to hear from you. We try to cover all topics to do with everything footy. All right, um, I'm going to take a break, come back, and wrap it all up right after these messages. All right, uh, welcome back. Well, Soccer Radio, just a couple of minutes left, so I thought I'd take this opportunity to run down all of my picks for the weekend, along with the score lines and the money lines, courtesy of our title sponsor at betonline.ag, where the game starts. All right, here we go. Let's start at Vicarage Road, Watford, Liverpool. I said take Liverpool at minus 285. That's minus 285. Take Liverpool at Vicarage Road against Watford. And next up at the King Power, Leicester City, Manchester United. Mm, I'm going for an unlikely draw here at plus 260. Plus 260. Next up, Aston Villa Wolves take Villa at Villa Park on a 2-0 scoreline at plus 120. Norwich City, Brighton at Carrow Road. The Norwich woes continue. I think Brighton will take all three points at a 1-0 scoreline. They are plus 110 for that at betonline.ag. Uh, let's go to St. Mary's, Southampton hosting Leeds United. I'm saying take Leeds 
plus 205 on a big 3-0 scoreline. They will uh, continue the woe for Ralph Hasenhutl. Manchester City, Burnley uh, at the Etihad. I'm saying take City. Won't be 5-0 this time around. More like 3-0. Brentford, Chelsea. Another shocker for me. Take the draw. Love the way Brentford have been playing this season. They got a great draw against Liverpool. They, they are a very, very difficult team to play, and they do not feel any pressure. Take Brentford, 1-1, the draw, plus 290. On Sunday's match, Everton-West Ham United. Everton-West Ham United. There we go. Rafa Benitez against David Moyes. I'm saying I like the Toffees, plus 155 at home. At Goodison for this. Again, those odds courtesy of betonline.ag. Finally, well, no, two more to go. Uh, St. James's Park, newly rich Newcastle. They won the lottery. Well, they still have to get out of the relegation zone. They're going to be facing a somewhat bruised Tottenham Hotspur, not having a great season so far. I'm saying take the draw at plus 255. And finally, at the Emirates, Arsenal Palace. I'm saying take Arsenal this London derby, minus 145. All right, folks, that's going to wrap it up for me. Hope you enjoyed the show. Be back on the air with you Monday. In the meantime, have a great weekend and enjoy the football. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.